Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Press for Time podcast. Uh, yeah, I've been gone for a little more than I initially expected. Um, long story short, uh, it's been really difficult, like it always has been. Um, I was I was in school when uh, I, I went through probably the roughest stretch of my life, uh, at least em- emotionally and mentally. Um, I I was so close to quitting a lot of times. So close to just giving up and, and giving in, but I, I didn't. I was able to finish my semester, um, and I, I passed. So I uh, I wish I knew how to be proud of myself. Because <laughs> I'd be lying to you if I told you, oh, I'm very proud of myself. I think that uh, I just, you know, I did the work. Uh, even if I was going through some stuff, I, you know, I did the work. I was able to uh, stay focused a little bit, and I did what I had to do, or what was expected of me. Um, So, as far as being proud of myself, hey, I expect to pass. I don't go into any semester uh, thinking that I'm going to fail. Actually, the thought of failing is is funny, because I will will not fail. I will do everything possible to not fail. That being said, um, you know, it's... uh, it's kind of funny how, you know, I, I kept this secret for a long time. You know, I wasn't telling anybody what was going on. This podcast came from the fact that I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk to people about my issues, uh, especially my family, you know, because like I mentioned before, if you speak to your family member, sometimes they could either just totally disregard you or over uh, worry. And so I'm the type of person that doesn't want someone to worry. I'd rather worry somebody... Uh, who I don't know, uh, you know, like a random stranger. If, uh, well, this sounds kind of weird, but I guess I like to vent to people um, who I'm okay with if they don't care or have an opinion of me or whatever their opinion is of me. Uh, but as far as, like, my family, I always really try to just remain intact in pieces when I'm around them just in case, you know, they have a feeling that I'm off, I just say I'm I'm okay, and I think that just in my family, we've been, well, that's the way that we do things, so it isn't weird for us to just be like, we're falling apart inside, but we're telling everybody that we're okay, that's normal, and uh, we don't really dig too deep into what's going on with each other, but, you know, I've I've opened up a lot to my family, I've been very, very vocal about uh, what's been going on. And I couldn't, I couldn't hide it, because uh, it was my brother's birthday uh, when this, uh, when it really reached the boiling point. Um, so my brother's birthday, we were, we were uh, making, we we're making food. Um, we we ate. We had eaten, uh, and I that that day of his birthday, I felt very, very, very weird. I felt off, like as. I don't know, I felt really, really off. Something was going on. I didn't know. I couldn't really place my finger on it. Usually when something's wrong, you just kind of maybe know. Like, oh, I had an encounter with somebody or somebody said something or I, I kind of feel a little sad today. But today, that day, I didn't know what was going on. I just felt that, like, something was on me. Something was off about me. And I thought, you know, because that, because something was off, I kept thinking about it. And I drove myself into this, like, episode 
uh, we were actually, it was the evening. It was like around 7 or 8. And we decided to go get more food. We had eaten in, in, in like around the afternoon. But we were hungry in the evening. So me and my brothers got into the car and we went to go get some food. And while we were on our way there, uh, I felt that feeling of like, that impending doom feeling where you feel like something just drops from like your throat to your stomach and then has like this ripple effect on your body. My body went numb. My body reacted so weird to this. This uh, it, it, it was the worst feeling since the very first panic attack during like the beginning of the pandemic. And the pandemic didn't contribute too much to the to the anxiety. I think that just all these unworked out things in my head is the reason why I I've always kind of had like anxiety and this issue because it's always been there. I, now I'm able to recognize it. Even as a child, I was very like nervous and fidgety and I would think about things. I remember being like eight, ten, staying up 24 hours and I couldn't sleep. Uh, I would pop in a uh, tape of like a Disney movie and I would just watch that. And sometimes I would just stay up crying. It was weird. I've always had issues. Um I just never told anybody or really even when I was going to therapy, I wouldn't say anything. But, um, you know, so anyway, when we get to the halfway there, I start to panic, completely panic. I can't breathe. Um, roll, he's my brother's rolling down the windows. He's telling me to breathe. He's teaching me these techniques. <clears throat> and I'm uncontrollable. Uh, literally, like my legs went uh, out from underneath me. I'm just trying to process all this information. I can hear the cars. I can hear the people talking. And I'm like being triggered by a thousand things outside. I could hear everything. And then not. it was just too much. So we get to the spot. Because I'm trying to fight through it. Uh, I get out of the car. I'm trying to walk. And everything's starting to get like. I thought I was going to pass out. And passing out is, is normal. It, the passing out is not the issue. It's where you fall, right? So passing out is just your body turning you off because you're being overstimulated or whatever. It's 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 a safety measure, right? So I don't look at that as like scary. I look at what happens when you fall that's scary because you could hit yourself on the pavement, on a wall, on a desk, you know, something like that. That's the scary part. The fainting, it's uncomfortable and it sucks. But I mean, it happens in boxing. It happens in MMA, you know. And you're just, your body just turns you off, right? So it's not like it's a... I don't think it's scary. The scary part is falling. So anyway, so I'm walking and I'm starting to see stars. And so I'm grabbing onto the pole. And people outside are looking at me like, what's going on? My brothers are trying to like calm me down. I ended up going to the ER. Uh, and it was the first time that my older brother, who I've always had some sort of like funk... I always had like a really weird relationship with him. It wasn't really that we were close... I'm into different things, he's into certain different things, you know, it's just, we never really were that close, we love each other, um, but we were never really that close, right, so he sees what's going on, and he takes me to the ER, and luckily for me, the ER is just, like, down the road, uh, I was a little bit far away, but not too much, right, but in the car, I could just feel my body going numb, couldn't feel my face, couldn't feel my arms, couldn't feel my legs, hot, you know confused it was just like so much and i was very 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 scared petrified you know i thought oh my god i'm gonna die and you know these are all your body's responses to feeling stressed you know your body will just start to basically want to ditch itself so it does these things all right so we arrive at the er i tell them what's going on 
you know, and my brother stepped up, you know, he, he told me, hey, you know, it sucks that you're going through all this. And it was the first time that I, since I was a kid, I mean, a child, that I remember him just like sticking up for me, letting me know it was going to be okay and that we were going to get through this together. And our relationship has been 10 times better since then. I mean, we're we're closer than ever now. Um, there were a lot of things that, that were happening that he was contributing to my anxiety. And he's been able to, like, modify and stop a lot of those. I mean, a lot of those. Um, and honestly, like, our relationship hasn't been this good, I think, in, like, ever. So a positive did come out of that night. Well... Okay, so it hits me, right? I go to I go to the ER. They give me a little pill. They tell me to calm down. My heart's fine. It's a panic attack. Don't worry about it. Well, after that, uh, that week following was just the hardest week. Every hour, every two hours, three hours, I was having a panic attack. Just full blown confusion. All you know, I just went through hell. It was affecting me so much. Uh, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Um, I just remember thinking, fuck, when am I going to be normal again? When am I going to be able to, like, function? Uh, everything was giving me anxiety. You know, a slight, slight, slight hint of chest pain was sending me to, like, crazy town because I thought I was getting a heart attack. My hand being numb from, like, sleeping on it would wake me up in a panic and I'd want to go to the ER. And a lot of the thing is like if you get if you go to the doctor, right? Do you get checked if you get checked out, your heart, everything, blood work, piss, everything. And they say, "Hey, you know what? Besides cuz I'm overweight. I mean, I've gained 45 pounds, 40 to 45 pounds in about a year or we're coming up on like a year. Uh so I've hit food hard, and I think I use it as to cope. You know, I just eat 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 eat. I'm always hungry. Um so you know, I'm overweight. That's something I don't know, but I. other than that, I don't really have any other issues. Uh, I get checked out. Usually when you hear the doctor say, you're, you're okay, you, people say, oh, I'm fine. You know, the doctor says, I'm, I'm good. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't register. And to be honest, right now, it doesn't really register. Right? So I still think, like, what if they're wrong? What if they're wrong? But no. When you're, when you're, when you're dealing with it, when you're dealing with, with, with anxiety and, and these types of battles you want to make sure that you 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 go to the doctor you get checked out your primary care doctor and you you're able to understand that you're okay just on health health level you're fine now if you have low blood sugar or diabetes or whatnot then you, you've been able to manage that right but as for, for for me who i'm lucky enough to be healthy um i don't have uh necessarily to worry when something like that might happen to me you know when when my anxiety hits when my anxiety is starting to starting to to come to come i don't have to hit the panic button right my body does it for me so what i have to do is i have to wrangle and like go get my brain out of that mud out of that uh quicksand and that's extremely hard to do but i've had to do it and going to the ER, going to the emergency room, yeah, it's an, it's an emergency room, but you have to be able to fight this, right? 
You have to be able to really stay strong, as strong as you can. Fight it. Be strong. Fucking feel uncomfortable. Feel like you can't breathe. All right? I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not pushing this method on you, but I, I did it this way. And here's why. Now, alone, if I lived alone, if I was alone, if I was, you know, somewhere where I didn't have anyone alone, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this, right? I would try to find another method of, uh, of coping. But because this beast was coming at me with a, a head full of steam, ready to make an impact with me, I, had, I met it head on, right? The first few times, I ran to the ER. I mean, I booked it. I had people drive me to the ER. Doctors would see me and say, you know, I said I would be there like twice a week. And it always happened at night, nighttime, nighttime, when people should be resting. So my poor family, my brother and my mother who live with me, would literally stay up all day, all night, and sleep all day because they would keep watch over me. Now, if you have family who love you enough to do that, you're amazing, you're, you're blessed. I know people whose family who wouldn't do that, let alone like a partner or a wife or whatever. It's a lot to ask for. Uh, but I have an amazing family. I have an amazing family. Um, well, anyway, so uh, the first two nights, I, I just, you know, I, I sleeping scared me. Sleeping made me feel like I was going to go to sleep. I mean, like I was going to die. Right? So I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing anything. I was depressed really depressed and hurt uh you know and every friday or saturday every saturday or friday and i don't know why i keep saying friday but every saturday i hang out with my girlfriend we went to the zoo uh here at this uh at zoo and i panicked and she was amazing helped me she yeah i have an amazing girlfriend uh you know only god knows where this is going to lead and you know hopefully you know I have a happy, happy life with her. Uh, but for right now, as it stands, you know, I'm very blessed to have a family and a girlfriend who's uh, very uh, loving and caring. Uh, so, anyway, I get these attacks. Hard. Mm. Sitting through one of these, trying to fight through it, is difficult because your body and mind are are in a war and your mind is telling you're in danger and your body's reacting but then you try to tell your mind that nothing's wrong but your body is still reacting to impending doom it's preparing you for confrontation you know and it's hard it is hard it is it is like trying to To trying to stop a car without brakes with your feet. It's it's hell. It it I mean, that's kind of impossible actually. But what I'm saying is like this is possible. You can, right? You just fight it. Be uncomfortable. Fucking fight it. Right? And it, it you not you're not you may not always win. You may need medication. Now when I went to the ER they gave me this they gave me five little pills. Just five, right? So like a week's worth or a working week's worth. And they told me, don't take these unless you absolutely positively need it. Now, 
in scenarios like, well, let's say that I'm taking a trip somewhere and I'm on a plane and all of a sudden I start to feel like that and I start to have a panic attack, I would absolutely take it. All right. If, if let's say that I just couldn't handle it, I would take this little pill. It is, it is an actual drug, right? They prescribed to me, um, Selexa and stuff like that. Those are drugs too, but I mean like things that like make you drowsy and put you to sleep or might, you know, cause you to have a reaction where you're just like slow and chill, like benzos and stuff like that. Well, this is one of those, all right? So they give me five and say, you know what? These are not recommended for you to take daily. Now they'll make you feel good because you'll just be like cool and relaxed, but they're addictive and then you build a tolerance, which means that you can build an addiction because you might need more and then you're hooked. So I know that going in, I'm like, well, you know what? I don't, you know, I need to make sure I don't end up like that. So I, in my head, I made a decision in the worst possible ways. If I'll ever need this, I'll take it. But if not, then I will fight through it. And that's what really changed. That's what helped me, right? So I learned, I learned a few things, how to cope, you know, deep breathing, meditation, staying busy, working out, talking. Those are good things you can do. Now, I mentioned in the prior episodes that I was going to read a paper that my brother gave me, but unfortunately I couldn't find it today and I'm actually clean. So I will find it for the next episode and we'll talk about this, but currently I don't have it, but the, the, the TR, uh, TLDR or listen version of this is you have to train your mind to stay in the moment, right? Because a lot of the time, at least for me, anytime it happened, it, first of all, is I've had two, the last two days, uh, yesterday and the day before, I've had, I've been struggling. It's hard. I've been thinking about all these stupid things and then it, it leads to thinking about like your relationships with my family, with my friends. I don't really have a lot of friends. With uh, my girlfriend and if they love, and all that comes from this, First of all, anxiety, yeah, but also a lack of self-esteem. My self-esteem is as tall as, well, it's microscopic. I don't have any. I don't have any. I have to fake the funk a lot of the time, so I'm out there faking the funk. Um, there's a lot of negative things about me I, I really hate. You know, and when you're depressed, when you have low self-esteem, you not only do you know you have them, but you live in, like, bathe in them. You glorify them. You talk to them, you you live it, you wear it, right? And the opposite would be to just ignore it and know that those negative things don't make you, you, right? The positive, good things are also what make you, as you're a whole person and, you know, all pieces contribute. So anyway, I forgot what the hell I was talking about, but what I'm trying to say is uh, in terms of having an attack, um, if you're afraid, okay that's okay it's fucking scary it is very scary to have that stuff happening to you sometimes they could be triggered by people talking about how what do we live in like the matrix or I, I i get triggered with like some of the dumbest shit that is like i used to find funny like uh like you know how does our brain know it's a brain you know like that shit it's like really introspective and weird and then i get caught up in like this funky ass like thinking pattern and it's the stupidest shit i hate it i really hate it but that's hey that's what happens uh so if you're ever 
lucky enough to have family members who care about you as much as they do me. Fuck, friends, anything. You know, if, if, if you're not able to drive yourself to the ER or pick up the phone to call 911, then yeah, look for other ways to cope. But I, I have, and I live by the hospital, so it's not like I won't make it in time. I'm sure that in an emergency, yeah, every second minute counts, but I have panic attacks. I have to also accept the fact that I do. It's normal to have them, man. Like, everybody has them. And sometimes people go through it every other year, 10 years from now. They'll have it for, like, a couple months, and then they'll get it, you know, uh, years down the line. It doesn't really matter, right? But if you have a family, family members like that, fight it. Sit through it. Be uncomfortable. Make yourself that way. One of the one of the one of the methods you can use to to, to com- combat that is to, to when you're in a relaxed state, and you know you're fine, take take yourself to whatever makes you feel uncomfortable, gives you an attack, fucking sit there and sit through it, and train your mind to know that you're okay under these conditions. That you're a healthy individual. That you're stronger than what's scaring you, and you won't back down. Right? So the challenger is at your doorstep. Literally. It's your brain. Knocking on your door. Constantly. Waiting for you to open the door. Waiting for you to give it a thought. Okay, well, let's give it a thought. Okay, you know? Let's make ourselves uncomfortable. It happens to me every day. Fuck. For the past, like, fucking two months, I haven't been able to sleep very well. I sleep. My sleep patterns are just a disaster. A goddamn disaster. There are nights where I don't sleep at all. I'll stay up by myself, you know. I'll say goodnight to everybody. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in the morning. I'm I'm fucking saying good morning to people again. They get worried, you know, because I'm not sleeping, but hey, you know what? I'm able to work some stuff out when I'm, when I'm there. And it happens. Like I get I get the same feeling I get when I get a you know, a quick little I, heartbeat starts to go crazy. I'm confused, disoriented, and then I and then I, I fucking challenge myself. Okay, all right, and I talk to myself. You know, it's like what two or three in the morning. I fucking talk to myself. I go to the living room. Okay, all right, come at me. Let's go. You know, I'm ready. All right, come on. The only time I don't suggest this type of stuff is when you're driving. Like I, first of all, I don't drive anymore. I fucking completely just haven't been driving. I was starting to drive more frequently uh, before this shit happens this happened but ever since then every time i get behind the wheel my, my mind starts doing that same thing where it's like are you gonna be okay and i know i am but the one thing that that really just kind of like paralyzes me is when i start getting numb that sucks because then you start feeling like you have no limbs while you're driving it's not a good feeling uh so you don't even know if like you're moving the wheel. it's it's fucked up but uh as far as like if i have one i, I don't run to the yard I, I run into the fire. Right? I, I have to. You you gotta take your life back. You have to fight. You have to take your life back. You have to jump in and fight it. That's my that's my advice to you guys. You have to fight it. There's no ER. Don't pretend there's no ER. See what happens. You'll probably have a panic attack. There's no ER. It's you. You got this. You're strong. 
you have to trust yourself and that's what happens you don't trust yourself you're unsure of yourself you may have no confidence like i do before the pandemic before before this 2019 are you kidding me i was working going to school working out getting up early i didn't have a girlfriend then but and i was missing some of that but i was fine i was great i was awesome i felt confident big dick energy right but, you know, the pandemic didn't do anything to me. It, it was just, there's a lot of stuff that I was hiding. And, yeah, even back then, I was hiding from stuff. Hiding from, you know, some past hurt. Some of it is, 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 is just, you know, my inability to be alone. I hate being alone. I'm scared to be alone. Uh, I'm very clingy. Uh, very very clingy very emotional and needy uh, I'm, I'm just and if you could even hear my voice it sounds like all these like negative things and some of them can be negative some of them are negative some of them are learned through some abuse and some trauma but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to differentiate that stuff and understand that yeah some of us have it but not all of us will act on it. Some of us are good at keeping it a secret. Unfortunately for me, like, with what's been going on with me, I now feel things ten times more, right? So I'm very sensitive. Even more than I was before. And I was a sensitive person. So right now I'm like a clit that just came. Just sensitive. How do I know that? Well, I mean, anyway, that was really rude. So I apologize. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm super sensitive right now. Things make me feel uncomfortable. Any mood changes in my... And people, it's weird. Like, if some person didn't say hi or doesn't do certain things. Like, little just dumb shit. I feel like things have changed. It's 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 all just an anxiety, mental, low self-esteem issue. Um, so, yeah. That's what's been going on with me. It's been already 26 minutes. And, I'm you know, I hit the ground running. Said hi real quick and... Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I, I'm not really going to take more of your time. It's It's been a while since I've been posting, so... Uh, I, I The plan is always to just keep going, but uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, even talking about my anxiety, talking about coping methods, it, 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 is, it is a very sensitive sore spot. I feel like at any moment I might have one, and then it's like... It, it, that's the avoidance, you know, like... You want to avoid that. See, I only deal with these things when they show up at my door. I don't really go out and chase them. Even though, because my anxiety isn't caused by like, oh, maybe driving. But, see, that's the gamble. Because like, I could go drive. But, what if I lose control? What if I hurt somebody? You know, and these are the, that is the anxiety talking. I know I won't do it. But I don't trust myself. Right? So, I mean, you know, that's the thing I got to work on. It's you're always constantly working on something and you can't stop. Once you stop because it stopped, you fucked up, right? So when you like, that's why it's called preparation too, you know, because like you're preparing, you're not defending yourself. You're, you're preparing so that when it happens, you've got a handle on it or you know how to cope with it, right? So 
I just wanted to hop on and leave something for you guys. I know you guys have been listening. Uh, so I thank you as always. I don't know what it is, but you guys tune in. I mean, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> Maybe you guys are interested in seeing whether I succeed or fail. I That I don't care about. <laughs> it's therapy for me, man. It's therapeutic to come here and talk. But it is a little triggering when I talk about some of these things because... Um, I went through it, and uh, it just, you know, I'm not the same, man. Like, I'm not the same. Before this pandemic and after, they're two different people. Two different people. One of them was, I don't even know anyone, man. Like, I either, I don't know. But I feel like I've, I've, I'm a better person now. Uh... I want to say that I am because I feel like I am but then again who knows maybe uh, maybe I'm I mean I'm still learning how to be a human and be uh, responsible one day I'll have an idea of who I am but right now I have no idea and you know what somebody I'm 30 and I'm going to be 31 this year but somebody could hop in here and say, and they're 40, and then I'll be like, I don't know who I am. Maybe I'll, I'll know who I am next year. I don't know. Rules are, like, these things are weird. Everybody goes at their own pace, and they're learning themselves differently, things, experiences. I'm scared. I'm scared of the future. I'm scared of not being successful. I'm scared of being alone. I'm scared of uh, losing people, people dying. I'm scared of Waking up tomorrow, not being okay, waking up the next day, learning I have a mental illness, whatever it is, having to be on pills, I'm scared that I won't be normal. What's normal? Well, you know, I think when you, you know you're normal when you just feel kind of average. So normal is to me. I'm scared that I won't really be able to go to sleep like I used to. It's just a lot of, I'm very scared, right? But I'm trying so hard to fight it. And I've done such a great job. I can tell you that much. And I've tried. And it's been difficult. So. Just fight back. Just fight back. Just dig your heels in the dirt. And. Take the impact. Because you'll see that you're fine. Your stupid brain is telling your your body and you that you're in danger and you're not. Now, if you need medication, take it, obviously. You know. I've been told that I need to take it. I don't take it. I'm trying to fight through it. And if someone met me outside in the streets, they would never, never know that I was, you know, that I had issues, that I, you know, had anxiety. I still, when I still go, you know, I still have to go to the doctor, dentist, drop things off, whatever, errands. Go to the store. I talk to the cashier. You know, just go online. Crack jokes. Think they're pretty pleasant as a person. You know, so it doesn't have to make you feel like you're this monster or something like that. All it is is just like it's a private, intimate battle of you versus you, and you get to determine who the winner is. So. 
it's like you give yourself an a, a test and you have the answers. Well, you would give yourself the answer, right? If you want to win. So, don't don't be afraid. Challenge it. You know, take it take it on. You'll start to notice that you'll start getting better, and do what you need to do. Don't let anyone tell you that your coping isn't correct. And what I mean by that is like the good coping. Don't start buying things or spending your money on dumb things or gambling or taking drugs or drinking or being mean to people. What I mean is use positive coping methods. Talking to somebody, exercising, cooking, cleaning, uh, communicating, watching a movie, learning something, going out for a walk. If you need a pet, if you if your therapist or doctor says you might need a pet, go get a pet. Give yourself some responsibility. All these things that, that sometimes your brain doesn't want to do are usually the right thing to do. Because it's always easy to do what makes you feel comfortable, what gives you two seconds of gratification. Like the drugs, like drinking, like buying, like gambling, you know, like being mean, like doing, you know. Use positive coping methods. And you'll see that it takes a while. Don't even think about when it's going to work. Just do it. It's like working out. You do it every day. You're not going to be able to build those muscles, lose that weight, the next one day or another. But keep doing it every day or be consistent. You don't have to be perfect. Be consistent. Before you know it, you're just different. That's what I'm working on, man. Trying to be somewhat consistent. I'm not perfect. Hell, I'm never going to be perfect. But I'm trying. And push yourself. I've taken the bus. I've gone to places by myself. I've, you know, go to the dentist. I have to sit in a chair for a, a while. You know, I had, had some cavities. Uh, that made me nervous, you know, sitting there with my mouth open with people drilling. It's scary. Um, I had, a, I had you know, anxiety, but I didn't panic. I sat there and fought through it. Take your life back. Go to war with yourself. But, like, Trotman told Rambo, Rambo says, do we get a win this time? And Trotman goes, you get to decide. So it's your choice, right? You control. Anyway, guys, uh, sorry I couldn't uh, go over some methods that I use, but uh, what, what really helped me out is knowing that when you realize you're going to be okay, right, and that these things are happening to you or caused by you, that helps. Think about it. You're doing this to yourself. The triggering all that, it triggers you, but you get to decide when you can stop that. And I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. And when you've said you've had enough, then you've had enough. So, thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate your time. Always remember that if you need any help there are hotlines for that if you need to talk to somebody man, you can shoot me a message uh, I'm going to make an email for the podcast so that you guys can hit me up but I use, I'm using Anchor and Anchor has uh, a, a little section where you can send me a, a message I'd love to hear from you guys I know, you know I've got some listeners and that's great but uh, if you guys want to like reach out, you could do that. Um, the few of you who have, I appreciate it. So uh, take care, guys. Be safe. Stay humble. 
keep good in your heart and i will message or message but i will post another episode uh when i do i'm not sure when that it is okay so thank you very much guys be safe